welcome to the long-awaited new episode of this podcast, Apples and Oranges. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jack. And together we are Apples and... And Oranges. 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 And today with that? us... How, how was that, that was pretty good. We're going to fix it in... That... <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, yes, we're fixing you're not post. named yet. I haven't said who you are, but what did you think of that synchronization from your end of the Zoom call? From my end? Um, yeah. T- to me, it felt kind of like as important as having like the first female president. Like that's kind of mm. the impact that it had over yeah. here. I don't know if it's just like a connection thing or like being across state lines, but something about it was like really, really powerful. I cried. The glass ceiling shattered. Yeah, Amazing. exactly. And I got like poked with it and I was like, ow, 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 ow. But it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm going to light a candle uh, oh. in honor of that one just because it was okay. so good. Oh, oh yeah, I you said did actually here. light a candle. Those and listeners, with- I actually lit a candle. But besides the commitment, point, commitment screw to the candle, bit. screw the screw bit. The podcast. <laughs> screw the screw podcast. Screw the podcast. Let's vibe. Have- <laughs> I know. We're just going to vibe. But look, who are we vibing with today, Matt? We're vibing with none other than friends of the pod, Grace Bragdon. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Feels really amazing to be sharing a, sharing a Zoom room. You know, standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. Which giants. are all the other friends of the pods that I've been on before. That's true. And not to mention all those all those other giants, you know, they were all beneath a glass ceiling that had yet to be shattered. <laughs> right. Um and it's one of those things that, like, you never thought that would happen because of two young men. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Life can just be a crazy, crazy thing. Look, I and never thought it would happen to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so one thing we'd like to do before we start, Grace, is ask our guests about their debate experience. We'd like to know if you've had any. Okay, yeah. Well, something about me is, if you can believe it, I was on ethics bowl in high school, which was what is that? <laughs> right. Um, so it would be like we would have these debates about things like electric cars. Whose fault is it if there's a crash? Or like, are they ethical? And you would be on either side of the argument. And so you and your and your team we would practice at lunch, I think on Thursdays, um, and we would just go through different debate topics and make our different arguments. Um, and then once a year, there would be a big tournament, which is like the actual ethics bowl, right? Yeah. Um, and you would and the compete. weekend did the, the little yeah. time. That's sick. Yeah, the weekend was there. It was kind of like, well, it was mostly like a recording of what he did. Oh. At like other, but like it was kind of, good. yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was an old recording. It was back when he had sort of the rooster hair. Yeah, and we were like, you know, we were, we were okay with that. Um, doing what we can with the cards we've been dealt. Um, but yeah, then we can, would compete. I was also one of the student body presidents at my school, which wow. I, I know, it's not really a flex. It's one of those things that like you kind of have to, I, I'm not like shocked I'm admitting it this early. You know what I mean? Like that's one of those, that's one of the skeletons you keep in your closet, you know, you let it get it's all. good to get it out of the way. Get it out of the way so we know what we're up against here. Exactly. And so that, I was the type, okay, so there were a few of us. And I was kind of like, you know what? You guys can handle the fundraising. You guys can handle that kind of stuff. I'll write the assemblies. 
And so <laughs> the amount of debate I got into, not too much, you know, mostly keeping it quiet, clacking away on my on my keyboard. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, there's a little bit of a debate element there in terms of like, you know, students versus administration, you know, what are you mm. going to do? Only or, one can and, start alive. And when you're writing anything, you know, when you're sort of uh, debating with yourself, uh, do I, do I place this comma here or later? Exactly. Like left brain versus right brain. Yeah. Or left and brain the viewers... is like, you know. No, that's. Oh, uh, no. No, yeah. I was just going to say. What the was that for the, viewers, for the listeners? There the are listeners. no viewers. Uh. I think there's some people out my window right now. Yeah. You get a get front row of the pod. But point is. It's amazing. Listen, they're holding on to an 11th story. Yeah. They're a lot of upper body strength. And, and I just got to say that this whole pod is written. So you think the debates are the ones happening on the pod. The debates in Apples and Oranges are the ones in our heads as we are writing the, the, the script for each episode. So. For sure. Uh, very talented writer's room. Um, very, very talented writers that work very hard, um, mm -hmm. hoping to get renewed. So, uh, you know, they have jobs for season two. Uh, we can only hope. Fingers yeah, crossed yeah. that, uh, you know, corporate gets back to us ASAP. And feel okay. free to DM us your packets, listeners, if you want to write for the show. Uh, the requirements are spec script. Uh, if you have a feature, send it over. Uh, and maybe some, some sketches, funny... yeah. like, like, a, like a commercial parody, movie parody, we'll take. Yeah. So, um, Grace, do you have anything you'd like to see from potential uh, writers? I think if we could just get like an allergen list, like if there's anything mm. that we're allergic to, that's something we want to know ahead of time. Not to make it like a safe environment, just but just to be like, okay, this person has some, like they're working with some stuff. And you know what? That's okay. I have my own stuff. I have my own allergies. Sure. Also Great. vaccination yeah. cards, you know, we, we need to know. Yep. We, we cannot legally say that that is the reason why we are not hiring someone if they're vaccinated or not vaccinated. But we, you know, we do need to know before they can enter the uh, the office facility. It, it's right. just, a, it, it's not our rule. It's the building's rule. And you don't yeah. want to get stuck in a breakout room with someone who might be carrying the novel coronavirus. That would just be. It let alone it the many variants. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, I think in, in this, in this, you know, discussion of, of their, our future employees and, and the ethics of whether or not they should be vaxxed or come to the breakout rooms, the topic generator has been whispering in my ear and has bestowed upon me two oh. delectable topics. This okay. Well, your this mouth evening. is salivating, Jack. I know. I can't control it. I got to literally like dribbling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, messy. it's all over all right, the camera. Sorry. Just a moment. <laughs> You know, it, it put out the candle. I know, goodness. Oh, okay, well, your I'm composed. Probably disgusted. They are. They're yeah, they're not careful. The dribble, the dribble will cause them to slip. Whoa! <laughs> you know, I'm always oh. uh, sort of doing the old uh, 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 golden retriever out the window move, like in right. the car. Yeah, it's benefits the eleventh floor. This is the apples well, and oranges penthouse, no less. Well, the apples and oranges penthouse is a moving car. <laughs> <laughs> That is... It is moving cross country. Can't wait to visit the Grand Canyon. I've heard it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, look. Oh yeah, do we have topics? Yeah, we do. We do have topics. Uh, if okay, we'd like to get to them. Uh, okay, Matt, you're going to be debating in favor of a body part of your choice. Okay. And Grace, your category, a horror movie. 
So okay. You both, I'll just vamp a bit while while y'all sort of think of like topics. Uh, All right. I if I'm going to pick a body part, you know, then I got to pick one in? that's versatile. I'm diving right in. If okay. I have to pick something versatile. It can't just, you know, it, it has to serve such a such an integral function that it, that function can then be uh, a part of several many functions. Mm -hmm. I am going to pick as a body part. I'm going to pick really really a type of body part which which i think we, we could go back and forth on whether or not it is an individual body part but i'll i'll, I'll say this is it i'll say it's a joint i'm gonna go with joints Ooh, oh you need know. joints you okay. need them you can't get enough of them muscles bones <laughs> completely useless without joints they're just they're like rubbing up against each other you need joints to connect things and to give the, to allow the muscles to kind of bring you know come together and have tension you need joints and then that you need that to perform any physical task that your body does you know walk pick something up yes uh, uh move your mouth chew it you need joints okay. so um and i'm just gonna leave this as kind of a, a plain and simple easy peasy knock it out of the ballpark uh grand slam uh uh, uh babe ruth type moment for me where i'm gonna just sort of leave my opening statement there and call it that and i yield my time Okay, that's that's lovely. Grace, would you like to begin your opening statement? Uh, a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. So the thing about a horror movie is there's really nothing else like it, unless it was based on a book, which is exactly like it. And for my purposes, we are going to be talking about it, the movie, it based on the novel, it by. There's Stephen. nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Exactly. Um, well, except for also the earlier adaptation of the movie, which is exactly <laughs> like it. Um, but we're gonna be talking about the one that was, I think, 2017, 2018. Either way, I was in high school. Things were pretty crazy. Um, you know, you have standardized testing, your body is changing, um, drama. You know, you never know what's gonna happen when you're in a high school um, at an all girls uh, Catholic high school when you're not Catholic. Um, but it is just that kind of movie that brought everyone together. That was the thing that brought together apples and oranges. You know, it was like, you know what? Differences aside, we're all in this theater watching it right now. And we're loving it. Um, so that's that's what I have to say about it. And I'm excited to see where this where this will take us. Beautiful. I mean, I, I just got to give some some disclosure real quick as moderator. This is going to be very tough for me because I love clowns and I love joints. So okay. it's like this, it's going to be, you're pulling my heartstrings with this one. There's already an advantage to Grace for, it's about the movie about a clown. I love clowns, the best. Yeah, you love and big shoes. It's true. I love big shoes. I love red noses. And we're out here too talking about joints, one of my favorite pastimes. Uh, and mm, and hopefully we're talking about the same thing, Matt. Uh, I guess I'm we're sure just, we are. Yeah. So, so. Uh, maybe I'll just start with a question for Matt. Um, look, obviously joints are great, you know, but what kind of comedic or even horror value do they bring to the table if, say, I'm the table? Okay, so first of all, let's get this out of the way. You're the table. So right. now, moving on from there, I'll, I'll say this. Um, you know what is a what's the type of joints is your... I don't know if you can hear this. Your knuckles. And that can be used quite much for a, a comedic effect, for horror effects, very noisy. Um, so 
someone say the word crack their knuckles and they go like, ah, ah, as they're cracking their knuckles. I think that'd be pretty funny. Um, if someone, if, if someone were in like a spooky haunted house, perhaps like alone, and then they heard someone crack their knuckles, terrifying. Um, so yeah, you know, joints can really be, uh, effective, uh, for storytelling, which I know is something you care a lot about, Jack. And I'll also mention, uh, I, I, I take issue with, um, with it, uh, uh, yeah. because, you know, that's my topic. Look, look, it, it may be penny wise, but it's dollar foolish. Uh, something came up. I have to leave the show. I, I can't. I can't talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the world the world needs your response, Grace. Uh, but but yeah. Do you, before, do you really no, think no. it is is dollar foolish? What, well, before take on that? before we settle that, I I do have a quick question for Grace. Right. So we've right. seen how joints may or may not debatably be able to scare and humor. Uh, you know the movie it. Like, is there any circumstance where you could see it maybe, you know, being like sort of the, the meeting point of two phalange or, or bones where like, you know, the metacardals are, are actually connected and could crack in any way? Like, do you see it in that capacity, in that light? How does it bring that to the table of say, you know, you or I were the table? Okay, you or I were the table. Um, okay, well, let's start at the beginning of the film, right? So Georgie, He's in, he's in his, his little yellow rain jacket. You know, he's running outside. He's like, you know, being called to this sewer grate, which is like, we've all been there. We've all been called to that for some reason or another. Right. We might have even stuck our hands down there. Like, it's really not that crazy of a thing until his hand gets pulled. Not even his hand, nay, his arm. Mm. And it's because, okay. if I remember correctly, and I'm really not looking to be corrected on this, even if I am wrong. So let's make one thing very clear. <laughs> it's because Pennywise, he was like, I'm hungry, you know, and he was hungry. And so he just pulls the arm off. So what do you do? I guess my response to this question is less about when metatarsals, metacarpals, mm. whatever you want to call them, less about them coming together, more about something pulling joints apart. And you know wow. what? Later in the movie, there's a different little boy. And they, he, they don't give him a name. Or if they do, I don't remember it. But it's probably that they didn't give him one. And he, his arm becomes dislocated. Okay? And so just because there's this misconception, and I am a film and TV major, but there's this notion that if a movie is a horror movie, there can't be a bone that dislocates in it. It's kind of like one of the rules of filmmaking. It's kind of like right. every scene needs to have a point of filmmaking. Robert McKee wrote about it. Right, exactly, exactly. It's kind of like, you know, it's like, in, in a way, it's like the Bechdel test. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, does a scene exist where two women talk about something other than a man? But in it, it's its own thing. It's the Pennywise test. Or it's like, does this scene exist without a bone getting dislocated? And it's just one of those things that we don't really have the technology to fully understand yet. But I can tell you that bones dislocate, joints break, and the movie goes on with or without them. Wow. So Pennywise, yeah, you're, you're right. You know, Pennywise, that, that trickster of a clown, 
he was hangry. He was not just hungry. He was hangry. Right. And when he when he wanted, what does he grab to eat? Does he grab a French fry or a hamburger? No, he grabs the joints of a little boy's arm. Right. The, the, the delicious joints of, of, you know, that that go between bones. Because it's like, what, what do you, you want to get the most bang for your buck? You know, you're sitting around in a sewer. You see, you know, a little kid come over. What are you going to do? Eat his jacket? Nah, yeah. you want to, you want, you want something substantive. So you go for the joints. Where, where are the, you know, where are there a lot of joints? You know, it's in the arm. For sure. For lack of a better word, it's in the arm. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, the, I, I'm not really here to comment on the like, was it right? Was it wrong? Like for Pennywise to do that, because that's not really my job. My job is mostly just to talk about, you know what? Here's the thing. I think it is more important than joints in general, because in it, the movie can happen whether joints are present or not. You know what I mean? But joints themselves can't exist and haven't existed since or really until Stephen King wrote them into existence so just something to think about look I, I see what you're saying about Stephen King sort of inventing the idea of joints but bear in mind that they predate it he's been you know he's been writing joints into his work since uh since uh, you know Cujo and Fury and Firestarter joints have been sort of a through line in his body of work you know you, you joints as an idea you know the connective you know bones between all the bones and muscles it's sort of it's synonymous synonymous with Stephen King as much as you know Derry Maine and and clowns and murder and ghosts Cujo Cujo is also a horror isn't it yeah yeah and and and, <laughs> and the thing about Cujo Cujo it's bite you know for instance bites through people and what's it biting through you you guessed it joints and and so right and then you look at real life of course as we all know joints and invention from the, the brilliant twisted mind of one stephen king but it, you know you, there are there they exist in real life too after he created that uh, in the mid-70s i believe and right. it, you know it, it's sort of it to say that they couldn't exist without it is completely farcical you know they are present in it sure but they, they predate it by uh, about a decade or so I have a quick, I have a quick question, Matt. So, so you know, it's pretty big summer blockbuster. Do you think joints have that sort of that sort of pull to get folks out to the theaters that say a Stephen King or a horror movie would? How do they make up for that deficit? Well, they make up for the deficit by being present in like every movie. Think about the highest-grossing movie of all time, uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, I believe domestically. I don't know. If, I don't know if it beat Avatar. But okay, look at Avatar or Avengers Endgame. Think about how many joint like oh, okay, think about how many characters. Think about how many characters are in, you know, Avengers Endgame. Think about how many joints are on in one human body, let alone that many. There are also alien creatures who have no doubt more joints than a human does, right? So you got all these creatures with all these joints and it's pertinent. If they didn't have joints, they wouldn't be able to move. No action equals no money. No one's going to the movie if it's just going to be a bunch of people sitting completely still. So it is pertinent that they all have their joints in their body. The clown movie, first one did well. Second one, not great. Original ones on TV, you know, I, I think maybe stuck in the cultural consciousness for a while, but I've heard it's a little inconsistent. It, you know, it, it's sort of like, right, it's in the book. The deficit is made up for by the fact that joints are sort of, it's, it's what the people want to see. 
a scary clown is, is just as exciting as, say, a big old purple guy that can kill half of civilization with but the snap of his fingers, for he is in inevitable. I guess, if I may respond to that, I have a few thoughts. Number one, please, in the future, if it's at all possible, do not describe something I say as farcical. You can use something that's like a synonym, something that means basically the same thing, but I really am not enjoying the way that word sounds. I'm not enjoying the way I'm picturing it being spelled and I just don't like it. And my second thing that I'll say is, so you're talking about Avengers Endgame, no one wants to see it if people are just standing there. Well, I raise you this, you cannot tell me that it wouldn't have been just as successful if it was claymation. If they did a little Wallace and Gromit type thing, where like it, instead of jumping into the pants machine, which everyone famously knows, it's snapping a finger. There's something that can be very powerful and intimate about claymation. And if I listen, if they had just given me the script for Avengers Endgame and I put a little something together in my bedroom in Oregon with some air dry clay that I got from Target. I'm like, I'm pretty confident it would have had the same result. And it's impossible to know. So it's also impossible to be like, oh, that probably wouldn't happen because ultimately we don't know. Who is the most popular celebrity of all time? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner is what? in Avengers Endgame. He is not made of clay. If he, if, we, we all know Avengers Endgame made the money it made because of Jeremy Renner, right? Him and his ilk. Him and his famous ilk. Sure. If, if 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 he were made of clay, who'd see him? He wouldn't be the delightful, lovable actor slash singer or musician that is Jeremy Renner. But we could also 3D print him. Like it doesn't just uh, have stop motion. Fuck. I think what people forget and what's really like ignorant for people to say the kind of ignorance that you're kind of reflecting in there, Matthew, is Stop motion can be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be clay. Like that was one example. And I'm that type of girl who will just have many ideas, you know, and you can't really find that type of girl these days. Um, but my other idea would be, let's 3D print him. Like, who's gonna know? Who's gonna know the difference? That's, yeah, that's him. Like, obviously we put him there because if it wasn't him, then why would it look so much like him? That's what I would say if people were like, I don't think that's actually him. True runner heads know. If it quacks you, like a runner, if it talks like a runner, probably Jeremy. Did either of you have the Jeremy Renner app? Did you either of you have the Jeremy Renner app? Sounds like you're not real Renner heads. Yeah, I do know what that app is actually. Yeah, but did you have it? No. Did you spend <laughs> Renner points? Did you spend Renner points to like Renner posts? I don't think so. Did you? I put in the work. I put in the work. Okay, it's really just put in the work. Yeah. I put in the work as a Renner head. There's another room at the Apples and Orange Penthouse, which is just a bunch of like computers and servers farming Renner points. Uh, <laughs> and it gets so hot in here because they emit so much heat. No, Greta, uh, so if you can't take the heat, get out of the Renner room, Jack. <laughs> I can't. You fill, You put a bunch of laptops in my, in my room. I can't move. Uh, look, I, I think I'm, I'm beginning to reach, reach some clarity, some decision. Would you all like to make some closing final statements for this debate? Uh, yeah, I can make a final statement. Um, look, Jeremy Renner is a fantastic actor. Uh, Avengers Endgame, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, <laughs> uh, 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 The Hurt Locker, Keep up. Arrival. 
uh, the Avengers, Marvel's yeah, the Avengers. And uh, Wind River, Taylor Sheridan. You know, uh, he's a great actor. What makes him so great? What makes what makes this Renner different from a clay little doll? It's the joints in his body that make him such a marketable <laughs> star and make him go clickety-clack as he walks up and down the street. Mr. Pennywise from It is an interdimensional clown thing that uh, has, has an area joints in his body, as far as I can tell, and, and it, it desires the joints of others and eats them up. So, and, and is, is not even the original, the, you know, is not even where uh, uh, the idea uh, came from for a joint, if I'm remembering correctly, with Salem's Lot. Uh, and, and with all that in mind, I may just, may I just remind you that, uh, I was trying to crack my knuckles. I think they're all cracked out. Point is, they're very, they're very funny. They're very noisy. They're very useful. And I yield my time. Okay. Well, here's what I have to say. If Jeremy, let's just call him Jeremy, you know? Please. Yeah. Say he breaks his hands and say they're like these joints yeah good luck with that that's what the doctor says to him so all of a sudden just because he's not making that clack clack sound as he walks down the street which again like you know what is that clack clack because do your bones like rattle around in there no but okay so <laughs> yeah mine do it's it's horrible <laughs> okay so that means you don't have joints like if, if you're hearing a clack clack, something's wrong. Something is wrong. Your joints are, or your bones are not being held together by these joints that you say are so important. So anyway, say he doesn't even have them anymore. And they're like, mm, I don't know about that. And he's like, please, please. People love how my joints are so funny when I crack my knuckles. And they laugh. Because he, he has said that. Well, what are you going to Access do? Hollywood interview. Yeah, exactly. 2015. You don't want him to be in the movie anymore? Well, because that's another, that's a whole other topic. Like, let's, you know, I don't even think we should open that door. But let's just be aware that the door is there and there's something on the other side of it. And we you don't know. Hear it, you can hear it clacking behind the door. It's a thin door. You can I hope it's Jeremy clacking. Renner. Yeah, he's, he's like trying to get help, but he can't figure out how. So he's just like shaking. And it's all his bones rattling around in there because he had his joints removed. Because he was tired of having to facetune them out when he would upload a post. And then the last <laughs> thing I'll say is, okay, two men in comedy, what's wrong with that, right? Like, that's okay. People do that. But if you have a girl, nay, a lady, on the show, and then you, you don't even let her win, it's like, okay, wait, let's think about this for a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's consider. But that's all true. that aside... When people, you know, when people have like a bumper sticker that says like he greater than I, lowercase mm -hmm. I, I would say it greater than, and then a picture of some joints. <laughs> um, that was, that was beautiful from, from both of y'all. And I, uh, I gotta say. Right, just I'm to respond real quickly, Grace. So the reason I click and clack up and down the street is because I have um, all these marbles in my pocket. Look, well, I was actually about to give it to the click clack, but now that you've just said that the click clack is a complete farce, 
I may just have, I'm, I'm giving it to Grace. Please don't use that word. Please don't use that word. Please don't use that word. No, it's, it's been, it's Pandora's box been open and, and I was, it was 50, 50. And then you just by basically un revealing this, this, this lie, uh, the clack right. no longer takes it. So Grace, congratulations. Right. Uh, I admit it. You're not it real. Joints aren't really a thing. Yeah. yeah but lied. this we should all we should just take a moment to recognize fish oil as a thing. I think that can help with some joint pains. Okay. Take I take your sups. Yeah. Everyone. I, I gather that's really more for your heart than say arthritis, but I gather that I don't even know what to believe out of your mouth anymore. Oh. Uh, I I must we marble... fight every podcast? Uh yeah, I think that's sort of what this is this is about. Uh, yeah, but the ones what's that? together. One thing that brings us together is. I is think we can film say so. Like TikTok dance say so. If we all just say, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, no fighting in the renter room, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all roads lead to the renter room. Yeah. <laughs> you get in there, it's just like off in flames. It's so hot, and you're like, yep, this is where the magic happens. Mm hmm. I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to snap at you. It's just so fucking hot in here, and I've been listening to these computers, <laughs> fans, for the past 36 hours. I haven't left the renter room. Uh, look, it's, look, take a walk. You'll be fine. And then get back in there, because we, we do need someone's, like, check up from time to yeah, time. Yeah, I, those, I know. I, I will. Um, okay. In the meantime, uh, speaking, of, speaking of magics and such, we got this magical little algorithm that's running its course you know, uh, uh, turning a, a, a digital three-dimensional puzzle cube every which way in order to spit out the best possible uh, option for what a, what a category might be for one of us to debate using uh, uh, critical thinking in our mouths and such. Uh, with that in mind, Grace, you'll be arguing in favor of the U.S. state. Oh, my God. Give me a different one. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Sounds oh like God. I won't. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack, you will be arguing in favor of a dessert. Oh hey. my God. Okay. All right. Okay, so, I'll begin. My dessert, uh, chocolate chip cookies. Just the goaded, delicious treat. Uh, you know, it's so great because depending on what kind of consistency, what kind of vibe you're into, you can dish them up in so many different ways. And yeah, you know, they probably were invented in a state, but that doesn't make the state any better. You know, a state is defined by its, you know, temperature, its vibe, which is always changing, fluctuating, getting shittier by the day, given the climate crisis, shout out. Uh, and, and I think a delicious, soothing uh, treat can just, get those those climate anxieties out of the mind R make you forget that you're living in <clears throat> iowa <clears throat> or some other hellhole uh so so look cookies for the win they're delish what more do i need to say uh honestly nothing but i'm not going to yield my time because this is about to be my 45 minute set um on cookies <laughs> what do you call uh, a uh, what do you call uh, uh you might time <laughs> Okay. Okay. Jack, you're too much. Okay. Um, my state that I'll be defending. What is 
Oregon. Listen, <laughs> we all know it. We all love it. We're all from there. Like it or not, we're all, mm-hmm. all from there. Yeah. And you know what, Jack? Originally, I was really hoping that you would do like, oh, my dessert is baked Alaska. And I'd be like, okay, done. Easy. <laughs> but we're going to have to work a little harder. We're going to have to defend a little further. And I think what's harder to defend than Oregon, right? You Alaska. Know? No, I, so for the point of me saying that, it needs to be that Oregon is the hardest one to defend. So if you <laughs> Let's we'll cut that out. Someone will edit that out. Um, it, it's fine. We'll, we'll we're actually hiring editors, by the way. So please oh, send your ed- editing submissions. Uh, DM them to us. <laughs> we are looking for an editing packet. We're looking for you to just recut a movie scene, however you like. Um, mm-hmm. Grace, you're looking for anything from an editor? Just like be really, really like pretty, gorgeous, like that, just that kind of thing. So, All right, but we're looking for beauty. All right, back to the debate. Back to the debate. Back to the debate. Oregon. It has all, like, we're, let's talk about the climate crisis, Jack. You brought that up. So let's discuss. Oregon kind of has it all. It has fires in the summer, snow in the winter. You know, regardless of the reason, we're hitting every season at one point or another. Mm-hmm. And we're getting something out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it might be snowing in May, but you know what? We got snow that year. So I think let's just think about it like that. And also just know that like, if you're from Oregon, like it's not your fault, you know? And like, you can be so much more than that and you can be defined outside of that. Um, and you're never alone. So, What's sad is that the instrument really nice Oregon no, it's not because hell, snow in hellfire is not pleasant at all. I'd much rather be sitting back, chomping on a delicious cook, maybe a gooey center if that's sort of your deal, your sort of your your, your mo. Uh, but but I, I just got to say it out there, the I, I I'd much prefer the instrument, the organ, to to the state. At least that makes a cool noise. As this this is just what I I honestly forgot it was one of the nifty fifty. I thought it was. Yeah, come on. It's, it's 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 in Oregon. It's middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah, well, the thing about an Oregon, you can't live in it. So I don't really know how I'm supposed to come back from that. Sorry that you think Oregon's and they're all like, whoa. That's how they say it. Sorry that you think that those are better than a state that I can actually set foot in. And there's a certain bridge I can go on where I have one foot in Oregon and one in Washington. So it's and cool to really be out. It's, it's cool to have less of you in Oregon and you're arguing in favor of Oregon. <laughs> I am the best at this. I didn't say it was less. I could just put a pinky toe in Washington. Okay. The other nine, the other fine nine. Semantics. And yeah. It will. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Let's, let's break this up. Let's take a moment to uh, do a quick fact check. Uh, so there was mention of uh, what state were, was the chocolate chip cookie invented in? So uh, I've crunched the numbers. I've looked it up. So the chocolate cookie was invented in the state of panic uh, in the beautiful state of Massachusetts. Uh, okay. Uh, in the, okay, yeah. In the 1930s in Whitman, Massachusetts. Uh, 1930s? Uh, they were, they were, yep, 30s, the they're not older in, than that. Yep, they're pretty new. Well, I guess yeah. before they were eating like dust and like, like, yeah, they're yeah, eating they're... just like massive pound cakes for breakfast. Yeah. 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 
pemmican wheels. So <laughs> basically what you're saying is chocolate cookies are the best invention since Oregon. Basically, Oregon was a late state. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get the interns running these numbers. Uh, so, everyone... 1859, Oregon became a state. 1930s, chocolate chip cookie invented in Massachusetts. Oregon walks, so chocolate chip cookies could run. Right. Yeah. What are you and implying in that statement? I'm implying that... It, uh, no, that you could not have run. No, no, I, I'm just giving a little bit of a... I'm just saying, like, it's, it's hey, sort hey, of... Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Chocolate chip is the cure for Oregon. That's <laughs> the cure for Oregon. That, that that was that's what I meant to say. Okay. Oh, okay. So here's a question: Could you live on a chocolate chip cookie? Yes. And you could live Elaborate. off. You could live off of one as well. That's not I what mean, I'm asking. I'm asking: Could you live on one? Yeah. If you built, if you a top one, one, which if you baked one large enough, you easily could. And we have the technology, no doubt, to bake a probably like a square mile worth of cookie, and you could just live there. Surely, it's possible. I mean, look, okay. it would take a lot of resources, but probably less resources than it's take to develop all of fucking Oregon. It's like a lot of buildings there, a lot of, lot of real estate, a lot of infrastructure, uh, you know, probably take less effort than, you know, feeding everyone in that, that godforsaken place, the fires, the snow, the hellfire. Now, I have a question for Grace. Is there really that much infrastructure in Oregon? Because last time I heard, that's where Bigfoot is from. Yeah, he's kind of like, well, he had some like information come out of him, came out like about him that wasn't so good. So he's kind of been like, you know, keeping uh, it, like, like persona non grata. Yeah, yeah, that's typical of many organites. Hey, yeah, I just, I'm Jack, just we're all right. from Oregon. Let's keep this clean. Let's keep this nice. We're all from Oregon. Okay, okay right, right, right. Like, I hate it here. Okay, please continue, Grace. Okay. Well, if I may, I'd like to go back to talking a little bit about pemmican. And if you don't know what that is, it's kind of just like, if I had to describe it in words, a mixture of tallow, dried meat, and sometimes dried berries. And so when we talk about chocolate chip cookies, it's like, didn't we kind of already have a food? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that we necessarily needed more to come into the picture. You know, why would you need that why would you need a cookie when you can have lean beef suet dried cranberries maple syrup and it really just has it all and that's the kind of thing you know if i can talk about the oregon trail for a second oh, okay please they might you know it's really impossible to know just because there's a lot that we can't know but they might have been eating that a lot of hunters a lot of gatherers a lot of you know people who are <sighs> you know, going on these long expeditions were like, you know what I want? It's not a cookie because that hasn't been invented yet. So I don't really feel like I want that. That's what they would say. And they would say, what I do want is this butter that's been churning on the side of my wagon on my way to Oregon and this pemmican loaf because it tastes good to me and it has all my food groups. So I guess what I would say there is, you know, Oregon, it was kind of needed you know, sure. to turn 49 to 50, even though that wasn't the order of how it went. But chocolate chip cookie, like that doesn't even have like, that doesn't even have any seats in Congress. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think if you really broke it down and, and, and really took a step back, you'd realize that the cookie lobbyists are sort of the ones pulling the strings and that the money in the cookie uh, political <laughs> action committees, uh, the sort of soft money that they give to to their interests in Congress, they're really running the show. And, and also just another thing, you say, you know, world didn't need chocolate chip cookies, had other desserts before. We had 32 states before Oregon. And imagine traveling thousands of miles on a horse and mule back across in horrible conditions, eating some of those vile food, which we've discussed in this on this pod, the aforementioned loaf. Uh, I think that like sustainable, you can chew on it. True, but I, there were people who ate each other, and then they got to Oregon, and they were like, "Fuck, this was definitely not worth it." Right, but it's kind of like let bygones be bygones. You know what I mean? Like we're all like learning and growing, and we're all like doing the best we can at any given moment. So let's not just like judge people based on their. Like, did they, did they not eat a person? Like, let's just, you know what? Let's put it aside. Let's put it aside. Well, on that note, I think I'm ready to hear some closing statements. Okay. Okay. Uh, look, you know, we, you've heard it here, folks. Uh, ask yourself, it's really just simple. The, the, the principal issue here is if you could have one of these things disappear, the state of Oregon, I'm not saying any lives lost or anything, just Oregon never existed, right? Oh, yeah. Or chocolate chip cookies. You never have or you never have a chocolate chip cookie ever again. Uh, I think you'd sort of know what you the decision you'd make. I mean, if you look at the substitutes, a scone is not to a cookie what, say, Washington State is to Oregon, which is pretty similar. But let that sink in. Okay. And that's my time. Okay. Um, well, a little discrepancy that I'd like to discuss is that you, when you talk about getting rid of Oregon, you're saying it never existed, not necessarily yes. getting rid of it. It just never came into existence. Sure. But then you compare that to never being able to have a chocolate chip cookie again in your life. Girl, those yes. are not the same. You, one of them you're taking away. One of them you never even had. So you can't know you're missing it. So it's, listen, it's like it's apples to oranges almost. <laughs> play that song. Um, <laughs> Play that song I like. Um, <laughs> the other thing I'll say. The other thing I'll say. Say you're me, okay? I'm Grace. Okay. Yeah, Grace, let's say I'm me. Okay. Um, yeah, so say you're me. You can't I'm have Grace. dairy. Yeah, you can't have gluten. Oh you don't God. eat meat. You can't have any grains because you have SIBO. <laughs> small intestine bacterial overgrowth and you don't necessarily love to talk about it but it does come up a lot you can't have a chocolate chip cookie if you do you might die well or feel sick it's really hard to compare with like the worst of the two but somewhere you can go is oregon so let's just sit with what we just heard wow damn I'm nervous that was like a buzzer beater, but but I, I know Matt. I, I I know Matt is 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 a cookie fan, and and I'm feeling good about my chances. Oh, please, I've please. heard enough, and I gotta give it to Grace. No, um, your solid Why? argument. Some pretty bad faith <laughs> arguing on your part, Jack. Bad that faith. That false equivalency really really like did you in? Comparing apples to oranges is is not part of the ruling in apples and oranges. I guess I run this show differently. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, I've been sweating my ass off in the renter room 
And you this stay is what in I get the renter room service. and you check on my renter points. Stay in there and you will like it. I will. See, I'm easily right. swayed. Uh, I just, yeah. I can't do it. And then for dinner, for dinner, <laughs> for dinner, you will, you will receive your runner loaf. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, It'll be that's slid under the door, but it doesn't quite fit. So it gets all like broken up and all the crumbs get pushed. <laughs> up Sometimes that's just how it is when you have to live in the renter room. You know what? Someone's got to do it. And I'm glad Jack does. Yeah. Right. Heavy sure. is the head that is covered in sweat from staying in the renter room. Sure. <laughs> I'm sopping. Uh, so that sort of concludes the app. This sort of concludes the app and gracious sweat. Just <laughs> sweat. So congratulations, Grace, on sweeping. Do you, do you have anything you'd like to say? Anyone you'd like to thank for your your grand sweeping victory, Roy? Any any plugs in general? Any plugs in general? Um, first of all, I will say, I know I defended it a lot, but I've never had this survival suit. Spy, for, whoa, survival food, pemmican. Heard it's lovely. <laughs> Wish it all the best. No bad blood there. Um, but personally, I have not tried it. But. I don't know that I do have anything to plug other than adopt, don't shop, visit your local rescue instead of buying from a breeder. It's not really a plug, but yeah. what are you going to do, right? What I'm going to do is I'm going to adopt instead of shopping. <laughs> awesome. And you can yeah, ad- yeah. adopt out of the running room. Jack's there. Um, they're harvesting animals too. So. I... I'm just going to quickly say that I'd like to also plug adopt on shop because we recently adopted a, a sort of canary for the renter room. Uh, when, when it gets a bit too stuffy in here, the canary uh, will faint. And that's how I know to, to bang in the door for Matt to come let me out. Uh, so shout out. Cause if, I don't know, it just would have felt weird if we bought a bird for that instead of just finding it a nice, a, 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 giving it a better home, safe in the renter room. <laughs> how's, oh, by the way, how's Jeremy the Canary doing right now? Jared the Canary is, is booling. Uh, as you can see, he's looking a little woozy, but he's, he's still upright. So I've got That's another good. couple minutes. <laughs> Great. And I'd like to plug um, April 30th at the pit loft we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a show battle of the brains it is a comedy slash game show so come on down to to see some laughs and some some hard-hitting gameplay yeah it's gonna be extremely exciting you're gonna want to buckle up it's sort of a byob bring your own buckle uh (laughs) so (laughs) be sure to run that up and and yeah Grace, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. You were extremely awesome. And we hope all of our listeners have a great week. Bye-bye, that concludes everyone. this episode of Apples and Oranges. Oh, my God. The canary just fainted. Oh, you got to oh, get no. out of there. Yeah, oh, yeah no. get out of there. <gasps>